0: Hey friends! Hello, Marty? Marty. Hello, Welcome to the season one recap mini little whatever we're going to call this. How's everybody doing? Doing good. How about yourself? I can't complain. Wanted you guys all here for this recap. I've done all the other ones solo, but this one's the whole season Uno. So I thought maybe uh, you guys might want to add your two your two standards, if you will. Well, I'm just going to run down for episode one to sixty-four uh, in a quick-like fashion. But you guys are any little memorable tidbit or something you want to add to it? Just let me know. Or favorite memory or just something that I just totally missed or got wrong? Just let me know.
1: All right. All right. Does
0: that sound sound favorable. Uh, sorry, Morris. You you weren't here for most of it because yeah. we we didn't really like you very much back then. <laughs> Probably because we didn't Man, know you, I, but I, I mean I that's apologize. beside the point. I didn't
1: even know who you were. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, but we uh, we thank you for joining us, Marcus. Yes, very you've been much a, so. a very nice addition. We we like you much better, Marcus. Anyway, just so. showed
2: up and was immediately dragged into a long, brutal dungeon crawl. <laughs> yeah, <we laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we, so we were in, talking we about, about in, that. We're <laughs> like, we're we're, we in this hole? no point of <laughs> reference
3: whatsoever. <laughs> Poor
2: Moe is, has been like
0: battle after battle after battle. You haven't had a chance to like uh, catch your breath. So um, hopefully that'll change a little bit in season two, and uh, but we're making this right now as a little. A little bonus for everybody out there to kind of get their their feet wet if you haven't... Your little toesies wet if you dipped into Season 1 at all. So, um, with that, Season 1 opened up to uh, Yori, Alistair, Strom, and Torad.
3: Torad. Torad. Torad.
0: Torad. <laughs> and Bev Mora and the Fox, which we later named, or you guys later named Bacon, lovingly pretty much the best <laughs> food out there, so I, I get where it comes from. In a long, uh, dormant church to a god you, you haven't figured out who exactly it was to yet, you all met each other, had memories of a near-death experience, fade to black, then waking up in this small room with just wearing nothing but a essentially a very badass bathrobe. After pleasantries were exchanged— you guys determined you were in some uh, degree of trouble. No weapons were to be had. You uh, made some rudimentary weapons out of whatever you could find and ventured forth. Upon your exploration, you found a, a mysterious gate underneath the church with a a book made of metal, a skeleton holding onto it in front of this a very elaborate gate that led to what the wizard had determined what uh, Alistair was some sort of gate to nothingness, oblivion. I think they're... They, a barrier. They,
3: they, I, I was aware that it was a barrier.
0: So, yeah, this barrier to oblivion, or something that projected destruction and nothingness, but was keeping it at bay, was creation itself. And uh, upon these magic runes, it was very complicated, but upon one of these uh, runes lay a empty crown with seven facets on the top uh, where something would fit in. Uh, they decided to take the crown. Well, there was a... They actually later back, uh, backtracked to go to go get this crown. First, they decided, I'm not touching that thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's we were,
3: let, we were let, just let, like, Let's nah.
0: get out of here. Uh, determined the day... This, this church was out in the middle of nowhere. Proceeded on down uh, an old desolate cobbled road until they got to a barn where they discovered their coffins. We were dead. And they died. <laughs> yep. Uh, I remember you guys were like, what the hell just happened? So essentially the le- episode one is them discovering that led them to discovering their near-death experiences were not not as near-death as they originally thought, found personal items within each coffin, and... Worked out that not only are we in the middle of nowhere, we don't even know when we are or why the, or why the hell were we even revived in the first place. This led them to, to backtrack, go, maybe this gate has something to do with why we're back. Let's get this this crown and this book. And they did that, discovered the book was some sort of puzzle box and could not open it. Alex, I remember ramming his head pretty much into the concrete wall, figuring out why can't I open this thing. But it just was <laughs> – it was a very complicated thing, not meant for a level one character. This They, they knew they were uh, – you guys were – Did you guys pretty much feel above your pay grade almost from la, episode one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes.
1: Uh, I mean we were – we felt like kids going to college. I mean it was just way out of our league.
0: And uh, from there – Torad, who had some experience with uh, survival. Uh, you guys, your first very ever battle was with a boar. Uh, who did I almost kill? Was that you? That would be me. That, that was you, yeah. That was Yuri. That was Yuri. Almost, almost died. Your first, first combat and killed a pig, but uh, we're able to get the pork from that and survive.
1: I think that's become an
0: ongoing theme. Does anybody remember <laughs> after you guys decided to set forth after all this? Your second encounter.
1: The second, encounter. I want
0: to say it was the sea squeaks. Nope, nope. No. It was, it was, maybe it
1: was, it was before that. It was the, <laughs> it was the, the, the puppies, the, the
3: pug things,
1: the pug wampies, the pug wampus.
3: Yeah. It was the
0: gremlins. They set a, di- a a deadly trap where you guys fell into this pit. Caused
3: me to roll one. <laughs> it's actually like
0: I had never read anything with like uh, under CR1 difficulty. That gave you a disadvantage on attacks. I was like, "This is, is this." I didn't real think life there right was disadvantage on attacks in yeah. three point five. I, I didn't or either. Pathfinder. Oh, Pathfinder, me neither. But it, it was there, and yeah. uh, it was really. But the most damage it could do was like two hit points or something. Yeah, like Yeah, I
3: mean, it wasn't yeah, physically yeah, but it, scary, but it was like uh, it's infuriating. Yeah, it was infuriating. <laughs> I
0: just stopped attacking. I, I, in like, retrospect, as a DM, I'm like, you know what? That's a really infuriating enemy. I have since then expunged it from my DM repertoire forever,
1: <laughs> but it was there. It was hilarious. You should use those for later <laughs> in
0: the game. I thought they would be a perfect thing for like a, a dragon or something like a, a minion for a dragon because you're suffering that in an area of effect. They are the most awful things I have in area effect. And I'm not saying I'm going to do that, but I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, I think we needed like like either a 15 or 16 to hit them. No, it wasn't hard to hit him. You just it had wasn't to hard to hit him. In. You just had to roll twice, and like
3: you're, when you're low level, yeah, and, and that 15 turns into a one. It's heartbreak
0: <laughs> yeah, especially when i'm sitting next to you because uh, uh <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> huh? you, well, you had are a, today so Derek, you had a very rough run with, i think the first four episodes yeah, like just ones yeah, just, i think we said that you had more ones than episodes by episode three so i think you were i felt pick.
3: like i had more ones than anything above 10 <laughs> in those those various uh, episodes so
0: it, be uh, very but, well true but you guys did find the hunter's journal within that. And the dagger. And the knife. Who has that thing now?
1: Uh Torad. Torad had it. <laughs>
0: oh, you <laughs> buried it with him, that didn't you? We yeah, it it. yeah.
1: And then that's where we first stayed was at his house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Reminds on to his. Reminds me,
3: we, we took the shield away from the witch's house. We have that thing now. Yep. You oh, yeah. We're going to get that that to that. I have down. that
0: in the recap. Yeah. <laughs> it's out, down at the bottom of the recap. So
3: oh, let's. That's still Sorry. episode four. Just you know, just uh, just, <laughs> just recalling things from the last time we played.
0: So from the pug, wampies you headed forth from the cabin, which you almost did. You guys feel that cabin almost saved your lives in a way?
1: At least let you get buried. It gave through. us our first uh, feeling of. I think the journal
3: safety. more than the the cabin, because while the the journal did have, or why the cabin did have like things we needed, like shovels and. You know, camping gear and stuff like that, which we didn't have. Uh, The journal had a map in it, which was desperately needed. Even though
1: uh, we saw the next couple paths that we took, Mars, like, oh, that's the crop. No, we're walking all the way around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I ain't calling for your tricks no more.
0: (laughs) You guys uh, determined you're on Adrian's Island, which is an ancient island. Uh, It's almost like its own little Egypt in a way. best thing that we can use to reference our real world where an ancient empire, empire called the Azulians buried their very powerful rulers and um, nobility and they have like they don't have pyramids like we do in nowadays but they had these underground vast catacombs where they buried their dead where the here it's determined on this island its nickname is called Graveshold uh, the Barrier between life and death the afterlife is very thin here. So Ghosts are very common. The undead are very common. The walking dead are very common. So Which you later found out is okay. Yep, that that's true. We, we've run yep. into a lot of weird yeah, shit Yeah, we right? as
1: soon as we got to hearth grave we did.
0: <laughs> yep. So uh, From the pugwampies you headed uh, you, you determined. Hey, we have to get to uh, a river you spotted a river Continued on south until you heard, meow, 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 meow. and you found these creatures, vile creatures, uh, commonly known as sea goblins, but uh, also known as sea squeaks. Uh, they were eating people that they had captured, caravans, and other th- uh, such. And uh, you had heard, uh, Please for help, help me, help me, off in the middle of their camp. You decided to whip some ass, and I believe that's when you almost died there. Yeah, uh, I guess. You're take yep. ass and... Well, I, oh, I was <laughs> kicking ass. Uh, I mean, the the big sea squeak himself, I mean, I still got the scar from it. Yep. You have almost like, well, what would we say? It's like, almost like a hook-look scar on your belly? Yeah. Uh, I think that he, was a he, crit. He crit. Yeah, yeah, he critted me.
1: But so, the funniest part of that wasn't even the damage that he took or anything of that. It was what fell out of him. Oh yeah <laughs> Torad's radish stew The radish stew Oh Torad I miss be- that. Better out there than I was <laughs>
3: Yeah love.
0: Torad made some uh, The player who's no longer with us Marcus made uh, He wanted to be the cook of the group But he had like I think a, One point in cooking So he He cooked up some radish stew I don't think before. he
3: had any points in cooking
0: If I Or one it. bonus Whatever it was it Yeah was bad. he might have had one bonus from, And I think from he wisdom. rolled uh, I think he got like a four for cooking And made radish stew And Nearly we, killed we, us. <laughs> we shit on him for the last, like, next three uh, episodes of how bad his cooking was. Anyway, um, from there, you uh, beat the Sea Squeaks and saved Sagar and his son. Sagar was a human farmer that was lived close by. Real nice guy, played by, does anybody remember the actor? John Candy John fucking Candy (laughs) Okay okay. I'm sorry I didn't realize
3: I didn't realize It was His his, his cousin
0: John fucking Candy Well usually When somebody (laughs) passes You gotta add the fucking
3: Oh okay Um,
0: So you go to uh, Sagar's farm And he Or he brings you To his farm You meet his wife And his two children And he kind of gives you The lay of the land Hearthgrave is the closest city Blah, blah, blah. You guys are able to kind of get your, for the first time, established footing on Adrian Island. Not to mention, there's two it paths was the first you can time go. in a long time that all of us had booze. <laughs> I don't want to get back into that because yeah, we'll hear from Yeah, we'll probably minutes. just argue about that for,
3: for forever.
1: Uh, it's also the path that we took, uh, headed to Hearthgrave, that we met Devon DeGale for the first time.
0: That's correct. Who is she?
1: She's a head captain of the guard.
0: What is she now? Dead. Dead. No.
1: Sad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In a cornfield, if I could recall correctly. Kind of caught you guys by surprise.
1: Yeah, because Bev Mora was on watch and failed.
0: Yeah, Bev Mora never,
1: ever failed. I don't think she ever passed a no, perception no check. No, she and never did.
0: She had the highest perception check out of yeah. the whole group. It just was the DM rolling bad for her every time. I actually even think I took it to a point where you guys started rolling for her, and it just kept... And it, kept, it, it didn't make any difference. Yeah, it just stuck. From there, you started hearing...
1: Oh! Well, You actually were hearing that almost from
0: day one, wolves. Yeah, we church. heard
1: them yeah. when we were at the uh, church. Yep. Yeah.
0: And these wolves started chasing you through the dark forest. You guys were setting up camp, and you run across a dark, mysterious figure. Bernard. Bernard. Bernard a, uh which I think Alistair called him at the time, a monster hunter. You guys, Torad called him an anti-paladin of some sort. Do you guys remember his horse's name? No. Oh. Brimstone. Yeah, Brimstone, Brimstone. A solid black war horse. And uh, Bernard helped you out with your wolf problem. You discovered that there were werewolves in these damn woods. Later, we determined why there might be more than, there might be something else going on. But uh, neither here nor there. You guys get to Hearthgrave. Meet Edric. Oh, hey, guys. He lets you know of a problem with a. You didn't know at the time, but as a necromancer underneath uh, an apartment, uh, who was uh, skeletons had erupted through the town and were messing with the local s- citizens. You guys were in town what five minutes, and
1: we're I don't even think it was five minutes. We were, I think it was just like, walked in. Yeah, just walked in, and, and uh, we heard the guards, and we all bypassed except for Strom. <laughs> yeah, Strom went right there. Yeah,
0: and Strom was like, ah, "We're doing this." Uh, Edric explained that a lot of the city guard were busy with this garn redding gang and you guys were trying to figure out uh, what the, who the hell's who the hell what the hell's a garn redding and why are there no guards here all right well and then Strom decided to help uh, headed below the city uh, you guys went through a mini catacomb with some skeletons and then a shadow the shadow cuz marcus in real life moved away far far away West Virginia, mountain mama, take me home. <laughs> Country road. <laughs> anyway, he moved out to West Virginia, so we were down a player, but I uh, we weren't sure if he was coming back at the time, so I had the uh, shadow use a power on him that didn't really exist and put him in a coma, and the rest of you dealt with the shadow. So we get past the skeletons. You guys are deemed minor heroes within the city, And the city council approaches you to deal with this garn Redding gang. They explain to you that there's various problems throughout the city, but uh, garn Redding is the immediate problem with these silvermen close behind him uh, causing troubles. Alistair woke up with uh, a a, a gem that he received from the Necromancer uh, that they defeated and determined that something was in needing of help out in the, the wild. And it happened to be in the same area where this this troll, uh, was. troll was that was creating tra- problems for the city. So you guys headed out. Determined that this uh, gem was a lot more important maybe than you initially thought. A ancient wizard's tower was buried underneath ice out in the middle of spring too. All, it was kind of strange, and you dealt mm-hmm. with some magma monsters. Of all those, I almost died there underneath again. the yeah. uh, underneath the, the the tower, and you recovered a bastard sword, which you later determined was Prima Thera, an ancient ancient relic uh, that the the stone fit in that had a, a little attitude of its own. It's in itself as an NPC of its own, but it. It said, "I can, you are being hunted. I will protect you from whatever it's hunting you. And uh, Alistair at the time said, I, I don't know what that is, but that sounds like a good thing to be protected. And you just said, yeah, go for it. <laughs> and she has been protecting your group ever since from an external force that we'll talk about in a few minutes. Anything I'm missing till now to the, the tower? No, because mm. we don't meet the... We met the silver hand silverman Uh, silverman um at the tavern before we left oh tia yeah tia oh yeah so uh to back up a little bit uh sagar put them in touch with tia a family member of his who owned an inn that they could stay at for free and kind of get their bearings from there and and she was very hospitable to him. Well, maybe she was a little greedy at times, but uh, for the yeah. most part, she was very hospitable to you guys and treated you right. Um, yeah, that was a good call on that one. Anything else on that? Uh, Nothing big happened between that, the troll fight. It was when we came back into town by that time. uh, The silver hand were... Silverman. Silverman. Going up against a guy and a girl because like, the guy owed him money. Mm-hmm. And that's when we first met Laroche. You met Laroche and Knuckles, Knuckles and my lady, and my lady. A, yeah. In a, uh,
1: and then what was the one that ended up with the arrow? What was his name? And oh, Hunks. Oh, Hunks.
0: Hunks. Hunks, Hunks as well. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And Hunks. Forgot. Yep. Uh. And Hunks. So Hunks was the the face man at the time. Hunks was leading my lady and Knuckles to, um, kind of essentially bullying these people that owed him money. You guys intervened. Said. Leave these guys the fucking alone. And then LaRoche came and broke the fight up or a near fight up. That's when you met him for the first time. LaRoche w- seems to be in charge of Silverman, yet Hunks is also. So there was like
1: a. a there was a, a, fight a faction in the faction. A
0: faction within a faction. From there, we you guys started really dealing with the Garn Redding gang. You found an old shack in the woods and found a lot of contraband in there. I remember the boss of that that fight was Rabbit, and I never even got a shot off, because <laughs> I had the, <laughs> the almost cradle. the most epic, like, <laughs> fumble. critical fumble ever, and she fell down some stale stairs, and you, uh, she, Rabbit, was a small halfling rogue. She led you guys to where Garn Redding's main camp was. Upon entering Garn Redding's main camp, you discovered that his father was actually the one running the show, and then Garn was... Being possessed by some power that he made a deal with murder to cats. get vengeance. Uh, yeah, there were murder cats. So, we'd...
1: and this is where we had the first epic critical roll card.
0: Yes, where I beheaded the, the instant the, uh... death. Yeah, yeah. There, there, was I had a pretty, another nice boss prepared, and Strom took care of it with a critical hit, pretty well. Not a problem. And he was dying of leprosy. He was controlling his own son, who's been deemed kind of a simple person with a, a headband, and when he re- removed the headband, it allowed whatever was possessing Garn to t- fully take over, and then his father, and Garn's father died. Uh, Alder was his name. You determined that Hearthgrave is under a lot of danger, or in a lot of danger, and proceeded there, and then fought Garn there at the grave of his mother who had been wronged by the city greatly. Man, there's a lot of detail. We're skipping by a lot of stuff, <laughs> mm-hmm. but there's and a lot of details. This is the first
1: time we but... used the enlarge. Uh, yep. enlarge person spell. Mm, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and lot. I was
0: going to town on that. It was like the mid-season fight. That yeah. was pretty much what what that was was dealing but with Garn. The,
1: the star of that, though, unfortunately, was Alistair. He was up there taking some damage, getting them crystals out that forehead. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is a very. This was very pivotal. so like dealing with Garn. If you guys would have killed him, would have been a very e- much easier fight. But then he's, as you've been shown, he's uh, been an asset later. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's been deemed not to be such a a bad person himself that he was under some sort of possession.
1: Now that's where I actually, uh, just goes to show nobody, not everybody has to die. A
0: okay. very familiar yet smaller at this time, blue storm, blue demonic storm was overgarn as you guys fought him. Yep. And uh, then, then we'll touch on in a little bit, we got to bit. see
1: somebody special weapon ability. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yum, um, num, 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 after <laughs> that, the council put more trust in you. Uh, deemed that the Silvermen are now a much more larger of a threat than maybe initially thought, and that, uh, you know, just let's, we'll monitor their, their threat level for now. Uh, then the archery contest, which Bev Mora won, and she came out on top, and LaRoche came in second. but Yuri came in third? You guys will, like, determine later that maybe LaRoche... May have lost on purpose to eliminate Hunks, the opposite, the other end of the faction within the Silverman, to gain control of that faction. With Hunks eliminated, uh, LaRoche said thank you uh, and proceeded back to Carver's Manor. Uh, but you
1: also got to give it up to uh, Alistair. He was doing his part and doing his best to try and get uh, somebody super drunk so we could win oh, yeah, poisoning was, him not he was poisoning yeah, him crap drunk out of him. <laughs> it was
0: poisoning him which didn't work so after Hunks died it was Salarissa Carver warned you that the temple of Vashir was going to be attacked and you guys proceeded over to there yep. dealt with the demons that attacked there but alas, poor um sorry poor Torad who had woken up from his coma was dealing with this very powerful magic uh, artifact that he, is kind of part of his backstory, was dealing with, and you determine, you're not even sure exactly what this thing's linked to, but it's scary, and he killed himself using it to save the rest of you guys and mm-hmm. stop whatever power that the the shield was taking over with him. After all that, you met with the council again, Uh, It was during this meeting that you saw a strange figure in a chair wearing a very powerful artifact on his hand. Didn't know exactly what link he had with the uh, council, but determined that the Silvermen were a very viable threat, needed to take care of them. How are we going to do that? The loggers who had the most amount of fighting men and women would help you if you dealt with one of their logging camps. Alistair at the same time knew that there were too many unknowns and decided to stay back to deal with that, be the kind of the brains of the operation back while they're dealing with the, whatever it is was possessing or, uh, possessing these, this logger camp. Well, Mm -hmm. that is where, you know, we found out about the dark woods and that they were cutting down the trees that they should not have been cutting down. And
1: and that's when we found out that Devlin was my dad. Yep. So to speak, uh, should I say, Alistair did.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, we found out that burning the dark wood was a bad idea. <laughs>
1: yep. 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 Because yep. that's the shadow
0: that nearly killed me. I had like eight or six strength
1: left. Yeah. That fight. And that is where we also found out that you know not everything is bacon when it's cooking. Yeah. Especially when it's your face. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that lady in the beginning that was that was that was creepy. That was gross.
0: And Then it's like then you get the kid that threw the bucket of uh, blood, blood all a over
1: him. That was funny. <laughs> I was like, she couldn't sense that it was coming. Like, this is bullshit. Like so he's got a bucket of blood and comes up to you. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Would you like some blood? No. Splash. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we headed back to the shop where Alistair was researching the book and hence where he met... Um, what was her name again?
0: He met Chamerion and yeah. Silky. Chamerion and Silky. The daughters of... Or the foster daughters here. What would you call this? Foster sisters? What do you call a foster sister? I guess sister. Right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah Devlin has been taken care of. And he told Alistair that uh, these... This woman was put in his care as his ward by whatever strange ban- benefactor you guys uh, have right now. After that, you guys get back from Log Cap. Remember you met Carver after being strength-drained and stuff like that? Very creepy dude. You met Druza there, too. You didn't really meet Druza, but you saw Druza and you saw La Roche was with him and everything. Un- yeah, unknown to you guys, Alistair had been uh, attacked at the time by LaRoche. Roche. That's where My Lady died. My Lady died to sell Arissa with one hit. Weird that's not so weird now No, (laughs) now it's not she caved her head in with her fucking fist but yeah it is what it is they took the body away after that Salarissa Carver said I will get you in a fast way to Carver's Keep if you help Lorana who is a local (laughs) tavern owner And you entered Jade Manor, which Lorana Jade, that's her forbear, the whole or her uh, lineage where she came from, went through pretty much essentially a haunted house. A lot of self-mutilation. That's why Bobby has one eye. (laughs) Um, You don't have very many teeth there on one side. Yep. Strom. It was just an awful place. But getting through the keep puts you in smack dab in the middle of the haunted forest, which is where... There was a whole graveyard of haunted houses there. Remember that whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where we lost Beth Mora. And yeah, you didn't yep. lose her, loser, her, but you, you parted
1: that's from where her company. She got separated from us in kidnapped. And yep. never to return. And that's where Vo popped in.
0: Oh. Bo. We find Vo in the middle of the forest with a gimpy leg. Mm-hmm. That's when the Carver Keep dungeon started. Well, There were various. Uh, we well that's also see, where we, we did go
1: see the spider lady first.
0: Well she choose underneath it. So the yep. uh, the different encounters we had in Carver's Keep, here's a few. The Spider Queen, the chemist slash <laughs> the alchemist. The alchemist. The, guy. Uh, I believe what was next was the painting after that. The, the painting. Demon? No, the demon. the painting. No, I think the assassin was next yeah, the assassin. Was the because assassin. you guys were going to go try to find the wizard, the we female the elf wizard, way. and you yep. went the wrong we, way we and you dealt with the, the assassin demon assassin. Demon. Then the wizard, that's where we lost Alistair. I almost yep. died
1: there again. <laughs>
0: after that, you guys dealt with the Etten. That was Quite
1: epic. That was very good. To any episode that's epic, go Wait. back and listen to that one.
2: Episode fifty-four. And then the, the in which we murder a, uh, some hardworking ogres. Hardworking <laughs> ogres. Just try just to get a, a paycheck. Business could have gone around them, but no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dealt, and then there was a very uh, which I call the Votastic episode, where Vo was dealing with Juza. <sighs> a lot that of one-on-one awesome. there. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, Knuckles. Yep. After that, the Beast
1: that was that was a good one, yeah,
0: that was a good one, which was the false beast. It was just a beast to look like the beast so they could cover it up, and then Carver himself, which was I think four episodes of fighting. Ooh, yes, it was that that was a long fight
1: and two phases,
2: mm.
1: oh yeah, not faces, which he did have two of those, but phases.
2: Form one, form
1: two. As my wife says, Marty was cheating.
0: <laughs> I sort of cheated. I, I did take it very game style on that one. I was I was very much like I, I was like either I can add all these stats into one crazy stupid being or I can just add phases into it like where one's more intellectual, one knows what he's doing. One is Carver, and then one's the beast in which Yazard wants him to be. In a kind of a mix up bastardized, incest, like weird thing that he was taking from his sister like very gross kind of thing you know I'm trying to do um that just a mindless piece of murder That's pretty much where I was going with that
1: and it's also where we finally got to use the bugs <laughs> And the bugs yeah the which just uh, probably we'll, we'll address that... in
0: we'll address in season 2 <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably the
1: only
2: reason everybody didn't die
0: yep Had to i don't know it, it stunned it, you guys it, enough
2: it to it distracted him a couple of rounds and i think that made because i've i've Aside from one actual TPK years ago, that's that's the closest I've ever come to a TPK. Yeah.
0: I was when I was listening back, I was like, a "Couple of you guys got that could have done made a difference." Also got like, yeah. mm-hmm. so I was like, "Hey, did it save it? Did it not?" But it was really cool. I it was actually one of the moments I was like, "I don't know what to do here." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was, "But things to mark moving forward." The Witch of Hearthgrave determined that you're being hunted by some beings called the Taros. In that the blade that you had picked up that Alistair got from that tower is what's masking your location and why they haven't come to get you so far. Why they're after you, you're not sure. But your mission lies somewhere in gathering these seven knuckle bones that you must put on this this crown. Uh, The witch of Hearthgrave said, There are many of my kind, but the queen of my kind can be found on the mainland. And once you've gathered all seven find her with the crown, and she will lead you where to go next. Another mystery moving forward is your benefactor, that, cl- that man with the clawed gauntlet sitting in the chair, or a woman, you're not sure. Um, Beth Moore was the only one that approached. Yeah, he spoke with her. She determined he was he, if I remember I right, actually, know. Yeah. And um, determined that you guys are a part of something a lot bigger, but it can't be discussed very much. The Witch of Hearthgrave also, towards the end of the very very end of the episode, said, "Take that shield back. It is no longer safe here. So you are now. It's now back within your possession. Hooray! <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: why is Hooray. this all happening? The spooky shield. You're not exactly sure, but I'm sure there are many answers within season two. Is there anything, you guys?
2: We actually picked up a ghost bartender.
0: Oh, Ghost yes, Bartender just, did. Just He yeah. might
2: pop up again
0: Epic
1: <laughs> Ghost Bartender
2: uh, There's there's a Ghost Bartender There's a strange goblin child <laughs> Yep Grim- Grimshaw uh,
1: Oh, and the fox
2: and The, the fox, fox is huge now The yeah. fox,
1: uh, if I remember correctly You said about, what, 100, 150 pounds?
2: Yes, yes. Apparently celestial slash angelic being in the form of a fox And we
3: made friends we, with a demon We kind demon. of come to the understanding that every time you do something good It gets bigger
1: Oh no, we made friends with a devil, right?
2: Yeah uh, A Chessie
1: yeah.
0: So she was at the funeral of Alistair and Bev Mora And did one more hey though and, But is she out there, or is she not? You're not sure and This was a very fast, fast uh, recap But Hope this helps everybody, anybody out who is interested. And we'll see you guys at season two, episode one.